Hey guys, uh, producer Mark here. Just wanted to let you know that we're dropping this into the feed a little bit early. Or actually, this is an additional drop into the feed, I guess, uh, for all of those of you, of you on the podcast with uh, Dr. Aaron Webb. We were lucky enough to get him to come into the office to talk to us about uh, coronavirus and how that might be affecting your business, some of your uh, the, the economy as a whole, you know, maybe some of your customers. So take a listen. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, anyway, here's that episode. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Let's Get Up to Business with Jordan Law. Joining me today for a special coronavirus pop-up episode, Dr. Aaron Webb with Comprehensive Health Orlando. That is correct. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. We didn't really plan this for the coronavirus thing, but it worked out this way. So I saw an interesting ad this week. Man with coronavirus seeking woman with Lyme disease. Um that's, that's there you go. Corona line. That that's my joke to start with, but um, it won't yeah. get better than that. So yeah. yep. So you definitely won't. I don't have any coronavirus jokes, but I can talk a little bit about it. Uh, so coronavirus. I honestly feel like, and this is me speaking, not the CDC or any other government agency or health organization, but me, the way that I feel is that it's vastly blown out of proportion. I would call it the social media virus for the most part. Right. The people who are very susceptible to it are ages 55 and older, and then people with the highest mortality rate are 80 and older. We don't have any children under the age of 10 who have gotten it and, and passed away from the virus. The virus itself, we're not quite sure about how long it can live on a surface. The last study said it can live on a surface like a cell phone or a table or a door handle for up to three days. I know just this past week there was a dad in Kansas City or someplace in the Midwest that we wouldn't want to live because of the snow. Um, he was self-quarantined. He had the coronavirus and he said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to this daddy-daughter dance. So he went to the daddy-daughter dance and um, now the school is doing like medical grade hospital cleaning oh yeah. at the entire school. and. For my money, I mean, who knows how much it'll cost, but arbitrarily things cost a million dollars and up when it comes to something like that. Probably, yeah. So, let's St. Louis, perfect. Um, there we go. But in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, kind of a dick move to do, Dad. Right. But um, school district don't have an over, you know, don't have a knee-jerk reaction. Why don't you just cancel school or cancel anything or anyone from going to that building for five days? Right. And then the virus is going to, to die, and it's not going to be able to replicate. Well, honestly, it's probably good publicity for them that they sanitize the whole school from top to bottom. It's probably the cleanest that school's ever been. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and there's a hazmat company that's, like, going into retirement mode after that school. Right. And they're like, all right, we're checking out for 2020 because we just get all the work we're going to do this year. Um, so just some things to be aware of. The things that scare me on a medical side about the coronavirus would be the hospitalizations, meaning we need to get people in beds and we need to get them on ventilators. So that can be something that you can have a shortage of, especially in more rural communities, you know, how many ventilators are going to be accessible. And then in a major metropolitan area here, here like Orlando, you know, what is the ventilator per capita, maybe one to eight thousand I don't know how many are in the city but it can't be that much um, if you're immunocompromised 
if you're past the age of 55, um, if you're past the age of 80, the mortality rate skyrockets. But for the most part, individuals will get a mild fever, they'll have a cough, they'll have some body aches or some chills, and it'll last for a few days. And then your immune system is you know, ready to fight it if it ever comes through again. Right, because it's viral pneumonia, so it's not even, it's, it's up to you to fight it off, really. Yeah, and um, so compared to diabetes, cardiovascular disease, all these chronic diseases that are out there that take way more lives, um, well, or car accidents. Car accidents, of course, that take way more lives than what the coronavirus does. The only thing that I think has caused more of a knee-jerk reaction is, one, um, if, generally speaking, if someone has um, type 2 diabetes or, or a lifestyle-type disease, people aren't really as sympathetic to that because um, it's not like they just caught it randomly. Whereas with this virus, you catch it randomly and now you have it. And then the other thing that I think really turned the social media fire up on it was the fact that you know the doctors who were originally treating um, this disease they they've had you know deaths among that population. So one thing doctors don't like is patients that will kill them. They like patients that will come in, they can get them better, and they can go. But suddenly, when it's like the doctors and nurses are dying, that's when like the world breaks loose. Because then, as a provider, do you want to expose yourself or your children to that risk? Right. And well, and you've got an incredibly long incubation period here. Yeah, fourteen days. That's about what we're looking at somewhere on there. Or it could potentially be longer. It's not like we have a long-term study on, you know. Um, right, but just, but like if you get the flu or you get Ebola or something like that, I mean, you're not going to have a 14-day asymptomatic but carrying it to everybody. Yeah, and if your immune system is strong enough, you might um, be exposed to it and be a carrier or a host for it but have zero symptomatology. Right, well, that's what they were talking about with the NBA players. They're like They were about to play in an NBA game having had coronavirus because they were like, oh, we're totally fine, um, but they tested positive. Yeah, the, the Utah Jazz player. Um, and now a second one. Oh, and second jazz yeah. player as well. So Donovan and, Mitchell has it as of today. I know they were doing like a major quarantine last night. I was watching ESPN this morning about it. Um, yeah, they quarantined the... I think the jazz got quarantined in the arena or OKC got quarantined in the arena. Yep. And that was, I mean, all the you know fans were there. They held the fans there for about half an hour and then released everybody, uh, except for the players. And you're going to see more and more public events that are just going to be closed. Um, I mean, in, in my opinion, some of the hot zones or areas that you might want to limit your exposure to are major metropolitan areas where there's a lot of people coming and going. So you look at uh, the mouse just up the road from us. Um, I don't know if you can say Disney, if they have like a copyrighted name or something. They do exist over here. So. Yeah. But, we have um, truth is always a defense. They are they are a place close to us. Yes. So if you're going to some of these amusement parks or these major, you know, theme parks where people are coming in and you're within close quarters to them, you know, you you, you have a likelihood that's increased of being exposed. Universal Studios, I think this week they have like an emergency um, procedure in place that if there's a pandemic or an epidemic or something that's going on, um, certain salaried employees, their salaries are automatically reduced 20% because they're preparing for a loss in revenue. Well, that's how, I mean, like I reached out to all my, my magic ticket reps and my magic uh, account holder because 
what are they going to do if they get, you know, two months? I know uh, Mark Cuban with the Mavs said he was going to pay all his hourly employees, but I don't know that every not everybody's team's going to go ahead and do that. Mark Cuban behind your back. Right. So, you know, I think from the uh, we'll get into the we'll get into the economic impact at the end, but um so what, you know, I know we talk about this being a social media thing and obviously the news is going to get more clips based upon like you're going to die tomorrow unless you read this article as opposed to sure. there are more people that have overcome coronavirus than currently have it now based upon the last batch of numbers. Um so what can people do to avoid catching this? I mean, it's just like any other communicable disease. You're going to want to avoid exposure to someone who has it. You're going to want to keep your hands clean. You're going to want to avoid touching your eyes, your nose, your ears, especially after you've shaken hands, or not your ears, but especially after you've shaken hands with someone or um, gone into a public restroom where you've touched a doorknob or, or things like that. Um, so 2020, we learned washing our hands is important. Yeah, that was like the big thing. Like people are like, oh, I better start doing this, which we have in, in my offices, we have hand sanitizer right when you walk in. And we've just been asking our patients, like, please use a hand sanitizer as soon as you come into the office. And then as providers, like if you look at my hands are really, really dry because between every single patient, I'm going into a bathroom and washing my hands just to make sure. And then, um, you know, because I, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to hurt someone's grandmother or something right. like that, you know. And we live in a, a city where there is quite a bit of population that is in that 55 and older. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so staying away from large crowds, stay away from other people, wash your hands, use sanitizer. If you, if you see any symptoms, please, please, please self-quarantine yourself. You know, thank God we have Netflix and Hulu and all those. Like, I have... I've got 14 out days worth of shows if, you know, God forbid I had to lock myself in a room plus, you know, a laptop and a phone. Yeah, we just had to actually, um, we had a patient that just came back from Italy this week and he was in an area of Italy where there was an outbreak and he comes back to the United States and he needs a letter to go back to work because of the city that he was visiting. And um, we, we told him he needs to self-quarantine for two weeks. So this is the CDC recommendation. You're right. going to have to return to work. Sorry, there's going to be a loss of income for you, um, but the loss of income should be the last thing you think about. Right. Um, uh, the other one that I always tell people, wash your cell phones. Yeah. I think that's the one that we oversee a lot. And take a Clorox wipe and wipe down those phones because you're talking into it, you're passing it around, it's going in your pocket, it's going on your hands, etc. Gym equipment is another big um, area where it you know, if, if you're doing like, I don't do CrossFit, but if you're doing a CrossFit style workout where you're doing group activities and group fitness where everyone's sharing a bar or a weight or, you know, doing pull-ups and you're doing kind of like rounds, um, you, you might want to reconsider how you're doing that just because you have a likelihood of being able to spread diseases. All right. Are we getting like everybody's blown up here? That's probably... Uh, no, and I got something at the same time, but I guess it's unrelated. I was, like, imagining it's some Amber Alert that's, like, you know, some Tom oh, Hanks. I mean, Tom Hanks got it, so, yeah. like... Tom Hanks has overcome some pretty serious things. I mean, at one point in time in his life, he was changed into a child and then came back into full adulthood. See, I was so, going to say he had to learn to run. Yeah, exactly. He overcame he's... rickets. I mean, he flew to the moon. Wasn't that, was that Apollo 11 or... 12 or 13. 13. 
Yeah, survived the uh, terrorist attack on his when he was the captain, and then he landed a plane the in the Hudson. Yeah, so he's had quite a ride. Yep. Um, hopefully, he'll have a you know a long a lot longer left to continue to ride. Yeah, fourteen days in Australia doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. No, it does not. All right, so now that we've gone over those things, let's talk economic impact a little bit. Now, Ooh. obviously, you know, from our standpoint, the law firm, we can go virtual. We can do Google Hangout chats with clients. We've got everything available on the cloud, e-signatures, et cetera. Um, but for somebody in a position like you, I mean, what steps are you all taking? Well, that's a great question. So let me go back to the law firm sure. side first. So if people aren't going to Orlando Magic Games or they're not going out in public and they're limiting their driving, that's going to limit the number of accidents that are actually occurring too. Certainly. So that will impact someone who is there to take care of those people who are involved in an automobile accident, whether it's an attorney or a doctor or so forth. Um, so for me personally, I, I feel things in ripples. So just like you, you might have less um, new clients because of accidents this month or next month or the following month. Um, that sign up or, or initiate with your law firm, but you're not really going to feel the impact of that for probably 12 months. Right. So meaning your next December or your next January or February will be potentially slower months. You know, so it's kind of preparing for uh, for the the time when you know you you, uh, you you might not have the same type of revenue coming in that you're used to every month. Go back to your question because it was a good one for me. Yeah, for for <clears throat> so for you all, obviously, you know, so much of the practice is that hands-on adjusting people, fixing people, all those things. Yeah, I definitely can't adjust people via the phone. Right. Um, we have put policies and procedures in place. If anyone has a cough, cold, or flu-like symptoms, um, we ask that they don't come into the office, but that they call and we do a telemedicine visit with them. Okay. For our primary care physicians, that they can speak with them over the phone and. And the gentleman who was coming back from Italy, that is exactly what we did. He contacted our office, and we said we want to do a FaceTime, um, just uh, you know, telemedicine visit, visit, and then get you the letter you need for your employer, and that's what we did. So. All right, so let's uh, let's use this opportunity to, to plug you all. So if you're sitting there, you know, you're not sure what's going on, you don't want a chance going to the hospital with everybody else, you want to do some telemedicine visits. How should they reach out to you? I mean, 1-800 or 1-877-MD-CAIRO is like our on-call number. Um, depending on what part of town they're in, so we have four clinics about to open a fifth out in Claremont. Um, if you call any of those clinics and you say you would like to do a telemedicine visit with one of the medical doctors, one of the primary care physicians, um, they'll be able to get you set up. And, uh, so 1-877-MD-CAIRO. 1-877-MD-CAIRO. Or Comprehensive Health, Orlando, Orlando Winter Park, yep. uh, Kissimmee, Downtown, and um, Claremont. All right. Yep. So, Akoi. There we go. Yep. I was like, wait, no, we we did Downtown twice. So if we're um, so if we expand this out to other ones, now obviously we talked about you know the Mouse's House down the street, and sure. obviously Central Florida is very reliant upon service industry, restaurants, hotels. We've had a lot of conventions being canceled. From an economic standpoint, I mean, what are some opportunities that you think other business owners can take to, you know, ride out this wave? Well, I think people doing Uber Eats are definitely going to be getting paid um, compared to like a server in a restaurant. Um, my wife does those Walmart 
delivery and, and yeah. those kind of things and like Amazon delivery. So we have a lot of stuff that comes to our house that way. I think that, you know, that'll be a benefit of those parts of the economy. It, it, it's always a paradigm. Somebody's worst day can be someone else's best day. Right. And like if you're selling N95, uh, you know, vaccines, masks, yeah, or you're, whatever. you're set right now. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like, you know, you've probably seen that meme with like, the guy who's wearing like gold chains and a gold shirt and like like you know watch and everything and it's like CEO of Purell or something right. like that. Yeah. You know? So like you Or know, everyone who shorted Carnival. Yeah. Exactly. So like but it also is a good time to buy some things too. So today I I bought in again pretty heavily into cryptocurrency because okay. Bitcoin had gone down. It was at five thousand nine hundred dollars this morning. And um, which a month ago was over ten thousand. Right. And um, same thing, the stock market, my brokerage account. When this whole thing hit, I opened up my brokerage account and I just wanted to throw up because there's this little statistic and it says like, like gain or loss in the last thirty days, and it was the loss. Whoosh, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're back to where we were in uh, like late twenty seventeen right now on the yeah, market. Exactly. So. But now is a good time to get in and buy stocks. And now is a good, good time to get into the market. Just like after the real estate market collapsed, you know, 2010 was probably the best year to buy real estate. Right. And um, to get into that, that, that market. So if you have the liquidity, which most people right now are getting out of the markets, they want to cash out, they want to protect that liquidity. But if you're able to expose yourself to that risk at this point in time in your life, it's a good... It's a good idea, in my opinion. Especially hotels, cruise ships, airlines, those kind of companies, which, sure, you know, if need be, they'll get a bailout. If need not be, they'll bounce back quickly enough. Yep. And actually, funny you mentioned cruise. Right before I came here, I was online looking at my kids are on um, spring break starting tomorrow. And I was like, oh, I should look at like three-day cruises or go down to the Bahamas. Like $6 for a three-day cruise exactly. or something. Exactly. I think it was like $89 a night was one of the ones I found. Oh, I, Carnival was running one seven-day cruise for like one ninety-five or something. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I've never done a cruise. My wife has done them. I travel a lot, but um, now with five kids, I think a cruise would be a, a good thing to do. So. And then self-quarantine yourself for 14 days afterwards and yeah, exactly. get a staycation at the end of the cruise. Yep, yep. I like it. All right. Anything else you want us to cover here? Um, on the coronavirus or the economic impact, I guess the one thing I would say is the pharmaceutical companies, if you want to invest in somebody who's going to make a lot of money, it's going to be pharmaceutical companies. I think Trump allotted um, 8.3 or 8.9 billion in spending for research and development of a vaccine. And um, so if you're in a pharmaceutical company, you basically know, well, my paycheck's gonna be coming for the next, like, millennia. Right. You know, so um, those companies, they're gonna have a boom, whereas the restaurant is, is gonna have a decline, but it's all cyclical, so, you know, as, as one industry goes down, another industry goes up. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Yep, thank you. <laughs>